that frown upside down. You have found your way to the Stuff Worth Trying podcast with your host, T-Boy and the job. Looking good, Italian job. I am feeling good, Tommy Boy. It's a little bit later than we normally record. It's 8.37 p.m. on a Thursday evening. But I'll tell you what, at 8.37 p.m., you still look pretty chipper, my friend. Yeah, it's uh, because I'm coming off of a massively infused F3 kind of week. So yeah, some days we were busy with busy work, and some days we're busy because we're getting stuff done. I've been blessed the past seven days to just be all in on so many great things. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that you asked, but I'm going to tell you. Grow Ruck 32, big success at Hampton Roads. Met a lot of new guys, got to serve alongside a couple of great guys. Uh, shout out to Dreamliner and McGruff for their outstanding work as new trainers for Grow Ruck 32. Uh, Cadre did great. The Packs did great. I saw guys had a fire light in their heart and soul that I would put money down going into it. They felt they were not worthy of mm. anything let alone a grow ruck experience and tried to walk away from it and didn't and stuck with it. And man, I would, I would stand shoulder to shoulder with those guys at, in any instance, because they were just on fire for the potential in their life. Uh, and then came back and F3 Greensboro finally got to put into action several years worth of fundraising through a pandemic and gifted a $10,000 check to fully fund recess in a bag to an organization called Beyond Sports. So we're in, uh, we're partnered with them in every Title I school to put a legitimate certified physical education program in place for every Title I school, which is excellent. Opens up a whole bunch of volunteer opportunities for the PACs. And then we pulled a Steve Jobs and did one more thing. We wanna make sure that all obstacles for that organization are removed for them to accelerate. And we're able to give them another $15,000 for the future of what their programs hold. Uh, That's awesome. My favorite part of which is partnering college athletes who are dominating in their preferred sport to be coaches for these Title I school kids who want to learn how to play basketball, soccer, be competitive in football, you know, whatever it is. That was never an option before. And now it is just because of this, these two folks who said, what if, and made it happen. So. Dude, I'm Dude, all did, in. <laughs> you are on cloud nine. Um, yes. So by the time the guys hear this podcast, there's a lot of stuff going on. I just finished writing the news of the nation. So I'm going to, I'm not really breaking any news. I'm actually telling the, the future before, but by the time you mm-hmm. hear it, it's the day after. Basically what has happened, everybody knows we've been featured in the New York Times. Uh, that was the the cover, the Sunday cover story which was phenomenal which led to dark helmet um he was just recently featured on a nationally syndicated syndicated talk show called the todd starn show and as of friday morning or friday afternoon at 1 p.m eastern we will be featured on good morning america in the third hour uh good good morning america three so that's going to be carmen san diego from naperville and our nantan himself slaughter so haven't seen it yet. None of us have, but uh, by the time this drops, guys are going to hear that and they're going to see it. And that just means open up the floodgates, fellas. I mean, the men are coming, so be ready. Uh, on top of that, the next story in the newsletter um, is kind of the the GTE update from 
from Neptune's adventure, what happened down in Virginia Beach. And uh, I'm excited to share, and I'll, I'll let the guys read it. The AAR, the After Action Report, this time is a poem written by a man who was there. Um, it just, it speaks on so many volumes because so many times we expect these after action reports to be how badass a man is. And he is. It takes even more of a badass to be vulnerable. And that's what he did in this poem. So that's featured. Uh, hype videos, a sweet hype video that's coming out of Katy, Texas. They had a convergence, their five-year convergence, 342 packs. And they came in like it was wrestling introductions. They had their theme songs. They came out AO specific, came out and were introduced um, it was phenomenal to watch the live feed on Facebook. So if anybody wants to watch it after the fact, you can watch Dark Helmet just in awe of the spectacle that was the five-year convergence. Uh, Nothing we have quite a, like watching 350-ish men storm a stadium to it's yeah. raining men in the background. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, man, uh, they looked like they've done this before like this was this was phenomenal um new feature in the newsletter i'm excited about it's called my why and uh what it is is a man just telling his story why is f3 why does he do f3 and the one from uh from this week comes from tinker toy in hendersonville f3 hendersonville mm -hmm. north carolina it's pretty moving when you see it uh regions in the news you know sometimes people think oh well if it's not in the new york times no one sees it not true we've got one from lanco pennsylvania f3 lanco um featured in i mean listen let's be honest f3 coverage it doesn't have to be to cover the new york times it can be right next to the women's sewing club or the men's rotary club hot dog you know lunch whatever it is we want it it's all important as long as some yeah. some eyes see it and that's all that matters Got some new regions, Palm Beach, Florida, True Grit, Western Arkansas, Fort Worth, Texas, and wait for this one, Hong Kong. No one saw that one coming. <laughs> uh, so we've got that going Outstanding. down. Uh, Q source topic of the week is Sua Sponte Leader. And then our podcast rundown, our standard rundown of, uh, of all the stuff in the suite. And then the last piece is the PAX Picks, which was a uh, convergence. It, they called it the Heisen, uh, the Heisenvergence, uh, Heisenberg was a high impact man. Yes. Uh, I personally have met Heisenberg, super dude out of Jacksonville, passed away. Um, we featured some information about Heisenberg a few weeks back where he had recovered. He was recovering from cancer and the men of Jacksonville showed up at the hospital and, uh, and he, he passed um, complications post his cancer recovery. And they had 114 guys show up in Jacksonville and just had a moving experience to talk about their memories of this high impact man who has literally when i say this when i say he literally has saved lives yeah he has so anyway uh very proud of this newsletter and not what was written but more importantly what it represents um the men around the nation who are who are doing great things which dovetails extremely nicely into what we're talking about today so tommy boy i'm gonna take a sip of water out of my pink cup and uh what are we talking about today yeah, you kind of set it up uh, very well, uh, talking about news and eyeballs and all those things. Stan Lee, Marvel Comics, once said that every every issue is somebody's first issue, and so you should treat it with that reverence. And when we talk about reverence and and, and firsts, uh, we're going to dive into the most important relationship of a hymns concentrica, which is the M. And every day should be the first day of the rest of your life with that person the most important relationship 
in a hymn's life. And so once again, in true F3 fashion, we threw it out there on the Slack channel about, hey, who's doing cool stuff and how do we get into it? Uh, and you can hear my dogs are fired up about it. Uh, but lo and behold, uh, a couple of guys stepped up and said, hey, we're, we've got this thing we're trying and we think it's worth sharing. Uh, certainly stuff worth trying. And so uh, without further ado, let's just dive into it. Village people, shrink. Let's dive into a little name-a-rama, uh, followed by how'd you get your F3 name? Yeah, what's up, fellas? Happy to be on here. Thanks for uh, having us. So Frank Couchman, 31, Village People. Yep, got the YMCA going in the background. <laughs> that, that's exactly how the name came about. Uh, so, you know, the morning of my first post, uh, the guys were struggling coming up with a name for me. Uh, so someone said, hey, where'd you meet your wife? I was like, well, we were, you know, working a, a summer gig at the YMCA. They're like, ah, perfect village people. Uh, yeah. Stuck. That's money. That's so good. <laughs> Sometimes, and it just so it just so happens that this this conversation today is about our wives, our our wife, our 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 M, our most important relationship, dude. That's awesome. YMCA shrink. How'd you get your name? Uh, I'm interested in hearing about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh, the <clears throat> story actually isn't isn't nearly as entertaining as people think it is. Actually, so I'm trying to EH my baby brother. I've been trying now for a year and he, he will not come. So I said, listen, man, you'll get a really sweet nickname. And he goes, so what, what's yours? I get shrink. And he asked me where it came from. And I was like, well, why don't you guess? And uh, he goes, well, you work out in the morning. It's cold out in the morning. Maybe you had a wardrobe malfunction. And I said, no, not, not at all that. Good, good news. Um, village people actually named me uh, at the uh, the pre the first pre-launch for our uh, our region, and uh, I'm a psychologist, and they were not feeling very creative that morning, and so shrink became the name immediately, and uh, that's where I am. We were named that's... six guys. We we had to make it quick. All right. You know? <laughs> I was about to say there must have been a plethora of FNGs, which is always a good uh, problem to have. So yes, that's right. Yes, that's sure. exactly right. <laughs> and it's a lot better than being caught in a cold shower, Cassandra style. So we'll <laughs> I'm, I'm with was... you. I was in the pool. It's <laughs> <laughs> shrinkage. All right. Oh. So uh, you guys responded, like I said, to the affirmative that you've got something worth sharing. You've come up with a really great idea on how to, I don't want to bury the lead, but I, you know, I'll just expose the lead right up front, kind of how to redate your M. Um, but I love what you called it. You titled it how to protect the M, protecting the M. So where did that idea even come from? Uh, and just kind of walk us through that that thirty thousand foot view of that that process. Sure. So I think it all kind of started with just mumble chatter. Um, you know, sitting around the cafeteria, um, or whether it be our third F group, and you know, you just kind of start to hear similar uh, statement from guys about their M's, maybe getting, maybe not jealous is the right word, but just upset with the amount of time they're spending at F three or. They're, they're getting into this and that with F3 and, and they're just spending more time away from the home. Um, and so this was concerning to a lot of us, right? Cause we're doing this become better men and so that we can be better for our, our hands. Um, so, you know, with it being the center of our concentrica, we had to focus on that. Um, so we just kind of started to think, how can we combat this? How can we protect RM? Um, and so we hadn't come up with any great ideas by any means until just two weeks ago, Shrink kind of posted in our Slack, and I'll, I'll let him kind of take it away. I have a really simple idea that just caught fire. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So for for me, and this uh, this came from the the past year or so of doing F three. I've come to realize some truths about myself as a as a man, as a as a husband, and one of those hard truths was that I had not been loving my wife, my, my M, well. I'm a, I'm a psychologist. This is my office. I, I do a fair bit of couples counseling. And yet I guarantee you, I could lead a seminar on what not to say to your wife based on examples from my own life, right? Um, and so one of our biggest fights actually to VP's point about how guys were diving into F3, one of my biggest fights between me and my M was about F3. Mm -hmm. uh, about 10 months ago, 11 months ago, uh, the uh, guys of F3 agreed to do a, a pumpkin dash, like a, a turkey trot kind of deal. And those run on Thanksgiving morning. We didn't know that. Uh, and uh, I found out that the, the ideal time to tell your M you're going to do a Thanksgiving morning run is not the night before Thanksgiving. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it, you know, it, it's the night before Thanksgiving. And I, I say to her, uh, hey, uh, what are your plans for, for tomorrow morning? And she goes, I'm going to sleep in, get some breakfast, and we'll head to my family's. I said, all right, cool, cool. Hey, I'm going to do a quick workout in the morning, my uh, normal Thursday, 530. And then we're going to do a, just a real quick 5K. And uh, I'll, I'll be home in no time. And she goes, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. And I said, I know. And that went back and forth for uh, uh, long enough that I should have realized I shouldn't have ran that race. I did run the race um, and it was the wrong choice that I made. Mm -hmm. And I realized as I've been thinking about this with, with these guys from F3 is that the, the whole time, man, I, I was rationalizing why I should be able to do things I wanted to do. Right. Like, you know, I, I, I work hard. I put in 50 plus hours a week. I, I, I work so you can stay home and, and do the things that are important to you. I should be able to do these things that I, I want to do. I, mean, I was making it all about me, all about who I was and what I wanted in the guys, though, that I was helping her. And so then VP, who's our, our regional Nantan, we're doing our, uh, our third F group, and they show us this uh, Concentrica. Mm -hmm. right? so this is about six, seven months ago now. And right smack dab in the middle of that thing is your end. Yeah. And uh, we, we talk about that during the, the meetup. I go home, put it on the fridge. And later that day, my wife sees it and she's like, hey, what, what is this? What, what's this all about? This target thing and all these lines. And uh, so I'm walking her through it. And I say right there in the middle, that's, that, that's the M. That's my, my main relationship. That's you, baby. And she looks at me and no joke. She goes, so I found the one part of F3 you don't believe in. Oh, Oof. snap. Shrink, shrink, you were... Were you in my kitchen when we had this conversation? Because this, <laughs> I've been there. I've yeah. had the exact same conversation. It's funny you preach this whole thing, but um, what about us? I feel like sometimes you love those men more than you love our family. Yes. You will do anything wow. for those guys. Exactly. You will, you will be there at, the, at any moment for those yep. guys, but I need you. Yep. And I, if I'm the most important as your wife, if I'm the most important, then what's going on here? Mm -hmm. you're you've got your concentrica out of order yeah dagger dagger yeah. there's how do you argue with that exactly right yeah. i mean right right there yeah so, i know what i know how you don't argue with that you say honey calm down oh snap <laughs> yeah tb but the fact that you're alive and well and on the podcast means you did not do that so i, I did not i did walk not. us I through have, what happened next i 
I learned, I learned to listen. And, and honestly, it was largely due to guys like BP who were around me. I was, I was spending time with these guys. And I still remember one night, it's like 11 o'clock and BP texts some of us and goes, um, hey guys, tomorrow morning, I can't be there. A rough night with, with the M and the family. I'll catch y'all next week. And in my mind, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, we, we got to work out. We, we got plans. And then I, I flash back to that concentric up. And I'm like, man, he is, he is actually living out the, yeah. the thing that we are, are claiming to be about. And moments like that were absolutely what began to, to help reset what needed to happen in, in my mind. So you know, fast forward, to, and I'll get to our, uh, our, our idea we're trying here. Fast forward, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we have an SLT meeting, and I'm running a few minutes late. And one thing I know about this, uh, this group we've got on our SLT, they believe firmly and start on time, end on time. And so I'm already a few minutes late. And as I'm walking out the door, my M says to me, hey, can you grab those cookies on the table and take them over to our neighbor? They were in the hospital. I made them for him, just drop them off, you know, say, say hello. I'm like, honey, I can't, gotta go. I'm already late. I'll do it tomorrow. I can't do it tomorrow. You know, they'll, they're, they're fresh cookies. They'll be bad tomorrow. I'm like, listen, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm going to the meeting. I leave the, the garage. I get in my car. I start my car and no joke, Concentrica pops in my mind. <laughs> and I've got this, this M right in the middle of it. And so uh, with my, my, my uh, tail between my legs, I walk back in the house. <laughs> cookies are still there. Grab the cookies. I look at her. She smiles, blows me a kiss. I walk them next door. I drop them off. And uh, I think that was, was one of the, the moments where I realized that the place I needed to begin uh, or the, 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 the learning, the lesson I needed to internalize um, was the, the idea to do small things often mm -hmm. uh, and be consistent with those things. So you know, a couple of weeks ago, um, I'm sitting around thinking, what can I do? What's just a, a small thing that I could do to show my, my M that I love her? So I hop on, on Slack, um, on Mumble Chatter. I'm like, hey guys, um, I got an idea. Uh, if somebody will drop off some flowers to my house today, sometime this week, I'll drop off flowers to your place. And let's just see if our wives appreciate getting flowers. Uh, and so, you know, fast forward that now a couple of weeks and, and the, uh, the whole region, there's been guys just pairing up and we've had flowers going everywhere, all around. Slack now is full of pictures of wives proudly holding their, their flowers and the, uh, the M seem to be pleased with it so far. That's such a great idea. You know, uh, shrink, I'm going to, I'm going to step back for a second. And for a guy who's never heard of concentrica, I'm just going to describe what that means. In um, F3, we mentioned the concentrica and it's think of it like a bullseye, just like shrink was saying uh, the very center is the M that's our, our wife, our most important relationship. That's the bullseye. The next ring around it is our shorties, our 2.0s, our kids, meaning they our most important relationship, followed by our kids. The next one is our shield lock. That's your group of men that are close to you, the men that think of them as an accountability group. These are the, the groups that are periodic, proximate, purposeful. You get together and you walk through life together. The next ring are your blades. Those are the younger men in your world that need some investment, some people who need that investment. And that final ring is your mammon or your vocation. And 
society has it backwards. Society says your, your career should be the center of your attention. When we think of the bullseye and we think of this target, we think that your arrows are your time. So you should focus the amount of time, your arrows towards the bullseye, just like you're playing darts towards the bullseye. The further you get out, those arrows should spread out a little bit further. So you shouldn't focus all of your attention on your vocation, on your career. Instead, it should focus on your M. Now, a lot of us looking at the age of the men on this call right now, we probably have younger children. And a lot of times that seems to shift. Our time becomes focused on the kids and their activities. But guys, our kids will move out. And then we're, we're in the house with the, with the woman we married many years ago, relearning what it's like to be in a marriage, in a relationship with the kids that have moved out. Now you're remarried to, it seems like another person. We can't get to that point when the kids are 18, 20 years old. We need to focus on that most important relationship. Tommy boy, anything to add to the, to that most important, that concentrica, that model, anything you want to add to? Uh, other than that third layer, your shield lock needs to know that they are being held accountable by you to keep you in check with keeping them at the center, uh, and the kids next. And in that instance, they live third. I just having that guy that says you've been out a ton, um, in, in essence, keeps you from making F3 your mistress. Mm-hmm. And it keeps your M in the center of that that bullseye. Um, as soon as you said that, all I think about is Ted Lasso barbecue sauce. But yeah, uh, it's very easy. It sounds like all four of us had been through that process where before we know it, F3 became our mistress and everything else was um, pushed to the side or or, or just took a, a back seat. So that's why I was fired up to hear about your guys' idea. Uh you kind of cover what that mission was, the purpose and the task in the sense that the purpose was to keep it centered. The first task was the fl- the flower uh, brigade. I'm sure you guys have a better name for it. You called it something else, correct? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. We, we're hoping the nation can help us come up with a good name for this. Just to keep it. Uh, we, we started the flower train. We've been throwing around, what was it? Uh, something with bros and roses. We just can't come up with it. So we really need some help. Yeah. Exactly. You're you're on to it, right? So we had the idea of uh, a dozen broses. That's solid. That's solid. Uh, it sure gotta... it it beats tulips for her versus tulips for your six, right? So, <laughs> uh, brosies posies. Ah, that's good. I like it. I like it. Yeah, All right, we'll bad. workshop this. Yes. We can workshop this. So, in fact, when we drop the episode, we'll just say, look, throw it in Slack, throw it on the Twitter sphere, and we'll we'll figure out the Dude, name for it. I got it. All right. Guns and broses. I'm in. I'm all in. That's part of the right there. Uh, uh, I can already hear Hello Kitty making a t-shirt. So I'm in. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So, village people, we've been talking a lot. Uh, what how was how did this go over in your household? Um what, what has been your experience so far with it? Yeah, so it, it's a very simple idea, right? Like, I'm sure every single one of us have gone to the store on our way home and picked up some roses or some flowers and, and brought them ourselves back to our M. And it's it's appreciated, right? Like they love it. They, they put them in a vase. They go on the table. Um, 
and, and then it's maybe forgotten. Um, there's something special. It's almost the secret sauce in this when someone else shows up at their doorstep and it's not a delivery man. It's not you. It's not your brother-in-law, right? It's, it's someone that maybe they've seen in passing or they've seen pictures of you working out with, or maybe they haven't seen the person at all. And they're dropping off a big bouquet of flowers with a personalized note from their husband um, in what could be a super stressful day. A lot of our M's in our region are stay-at-home moms. Um, so I think you guys alluded to it, a lot of young children, right, in our region. And so uh, just to be able to have that quick break of a knock at the door, um, be able to see this, this bouquet of flowers and know that someone was thinking about you, you know, you're most important uh, for them was thinking about you and it's gone over great, right? I get a, a text while I'm at work and she's just ecstatic. Uh, and now they're sitting on the table and every time that, you know, she catches a, a glimpse of them, she looks at me with a smile, right? So it, it's definitely worked well. And from uh, our Slack channel, it seems to be about the same sediment across uh, all the other amps that are receiving it. Yeah, man, that's fantastic. I dig it. So let's see, we talked about, it sounds like first impressions have gone over well, which leads me to kind of an off the cuff question. Um, how, how are you, how are those first impressions turning into new actions or, or are they, have, have you been inspired to try other things as you reach out to, to date your M again? Yeah. So <clears throat> this is about two weeks in. Right. Um, so we, we kind of want to let it run its course, uh, let all the guys kind of get a chance to do it um, as we brainstorm other ideas to protect the M, to date the M. Um, a, a couple things we're workshopping. Um, one of them is a date with uh, your 2.0s and someone else's 2.0s, right? Give the, the M an hour break on a Saturday, right? Where she can sit down, watch Netflix or wh whatever it is that she just wants to do. And you guys, set it up, go to a park with the kids or, or go get lunch with the kids, just get them out of the house, but do it together, right? We're doing life together anyway. So mm -hmm. you might as well get the kids together and do that. Um, and then the second one, which uh, maybe hasn't gone over so well, I'll, I'll let Shrink uh, give you the rundown on this. This might really make up our, our stumbling block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, some, some ideas are, are winners, some ideas are, are quitters. Uh, and uh, we're, we're sitting around one night, the, some of the F3 guys, and we realized one thing we need is babysitters. And so that way, uh, we, us and our RMs, we, we can go out. And so uh, we figure, uh, what if you know, I'll, I'll watch your kids VP, you, you watch my kids, and we'll get this guy in, and we'll get that guy in, and we'll just swap kids around, and then we'll all get a, a nice night to ourselves with our RMs. And right now, if, if, if there is a single M listening into this, she certainly is like, I can tell you why it's a terrible idea. <laughs> um, and so we, we're all sitting around like, this is an awesome idea. This is going to be amazing. And then we, we bring it to our M's and there was a uh, consensus of, A, I don't want people that I don't know well watching my kids. That was A. Yeah. And B was, you're telling me I got to watch someone else's kids on top of my kids too? <laughs> And that was unfortunately not a thing that they were uh, that they were after, and so that was something that we we threw around that we were convinced would work well. And uh, turns out we we misread that play. That's understandable. So I've got a question that uh, that maybe it's semantics and I missed it in the details. 
Shrink, are you buying flowers for your wife and Village People is delivering those flowers or is Village People buying the flowers for your wife and delivering them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good, good, uh, good I, want to, I want to get that worked out. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So the, uh, the logistics of it actually have been surprisingly simple. And because so I tend to overcomplicate things and in my mind, I was trying to make this whole like a literal flower train. Like we're, we're in, we're in order and I do you, then you get the next guy and they get the next guy. But we found out pretty quickly that it works easy. It's just to pair up. Okay. And so you and another packs, so the two of you pair up. And so I had a, a Alice uh, from our region. And so I called a local florist. I said, here's my budget. Here's my credit card information. I gave that to them and said, my guy will pick it up you know, tomorrow at noon. And so uh, they had the information and knew what I wanted. They put together an arrangement. He goes, he picks it up. I went ahead and wrote the, the note the day before and, and gave it to the florist. Um, and so all, all worked out well. And so he picks up the roses or the flowers that I purchased. He picks them up, drops them off, and then we uh, switch a room. Nice. Okay. That, that clears things up. Tommy boy, are you, uh, are, so are you getting my wife? Uh, are you going to pick up the flowers that I paid for in Fort mill from Greensboro? Uh, I mean, if you, so leave if you now, give me a, if you give me a 10 count, they should be arriving at your door in four, three. Listen, if that two. doorbell rings and my dog goes crazy <laughs> and my kids wake up, I'm going to hunt you down, my friend. Yeah, I, I I know two great guys in Columbus, Ohio that can babysit your kids. So they <laughs> sure can. Good. Sure can, but I'll I'll tell you guys, there, there really is there is something on what VP was saying about somebody else bringing those flowers. Yeah. Like when, when Maya asked me, she's like, "So I work an hour from home," and so she says to me, "Where did these flowers come from?" I I, I just said, "Uh, I got a guy." Another guy, and you. Well, you that's thought. that's what when you said that, that's what I thought of. Is it makes it transitions F three from being a thing that you do to a mission that you live, right? Yes. So when a dude rolls up and it's like, "Hey, uh, you may know me from your ring doorbell footage doing monkey humpers when <laughs> shrink didn't show up, or when village people bailed on queuing, or whatever." But today I bring Gerber daisies, right? So yeah. I, I love that that's not to make it about what Greensboro did, but you feel this weird tinge of like, wait, we're all going to show up and brag that we gave this money or brag or what boast that we're bringing flowers. But it's not about the act. It's about what could happen next. So if you get a little more leeway, because you're better dialed into the relationship dynamic, then that affords some opportunity to have a bigger impact in everything that you do within the concentrica and beyond it. When you when you show up and show the community who you are through an act of donation and service, more people are going to see that and want to be a part of what you're doing. And therefore, the next time you get the chance to do it, it's going to be a bigger and bigger and bigger impact. So I love that. Uh, the other thing that I appreciate too is there's some thought behind it. So it's not just give my wife flowers. 
it takes time for another guy. Like you just said, it's the cookie example. It's just that somebody else stepped up to, to bring the cookies over. Yeah. Um, and, and I dig it. And those opportunities are in our face all the time. I, I know I'm guilty of hearing the word impact and thinking I have to move a mountain mm-hmm. or I'm being called to move a mountain. And sometimes it's being the guy that looks over his shoulder, sees a piece of trash in an AO and picks it up which then inspires the next guy to keep his eye out on, oh, that's a really good idea. You know, such and such AO can be pretty trashy after a Friday night football game. And what if we took 10 minutes or five minutes, because there's 20 of us to clean up a little bit. Doesn't matter that anybody sees us. I hope they don't. Let's just keep showing Mm -hmm. respect for the thing that has given us the opportunity to sharpen. So I dig it. I mean, I totally applaud what you guys are doing. It's those ideas to me that are truly worth trying. It's the it's the act of looking at a man in the in the eyes, which maybe not many people do based on a litany of circumstances and saying, hey, man, I saw you're really working hard today. Seems like maybe there's an opportunity to catch up over a cup of coffee and see how you're doing. Who knows what that could lead to? Right. So I I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Italian job could put it in like five words where I took 500, but it's, (laughs) Uh, it's, 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 the opportunities there. TB, I'll put it this way. Um, Someone once asked me, do you trust, do you trust these guys with your life? A hundred percent. Do you trust these guys with your wife? A hundred percent. My family knows my kids know F3 guys as those are my F3 buddies. My wife knows these F3 guys as not just the guys that I work out with in the morning, but when something is needed, when a moving company won't move the play set because it's too big and 18 guys show up at my house with a flatbed truck and impact drivers disassemble and reassemble at my new house just because they knew I needed help. Um, Or, I was on storm duty after one of the hurricanes. I had been away from the house for two and a half weeks and the packs came and cut the grass. Mm-hmm. That, that's an impact. Um, a man showing up on your front steps, going out of his way to do something like bring flowers for your wife. Uh, that's impact. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. I think we've answered the question we had last, which was why is this something worth trying but I'm going to shrink. I'm going to toss it to you. And then uh, VP, if you want to close it, why is this something worth trying? We'll start with you shrink. Yeah, man. I, I think this is, is something worth trying because it's a, it's a way to uh, live out one of the, the, the core values here of, of F3 and to, to be men that have high impact. Uh, I really have been trying to internalize the idea that I, I preach and teach often uh, about doing small things often, and in doing so, it has paid off in, in dividends for me. And this fall, going into Thanksgiving, the, uh, this upcoming pumpkin dash, my wife and I were running this thing together. Um, and the this, this same thing that a year ago was a huge conflict for us is, is now something that we're both looking forward to, we're both excited about, and we certainly got there from consistent small things often, and this was one of those small but meaningful things. Perfect. Awesome. DP? Yeah, I think I think I kind of want to take it in a, a little bit of a different direction. We, we've been touching so much on, on the M, and which is what we came here to talk about, but I think it's growing a servant heart. Um, I think it's 
doing these small things consistently over and over again, uh, that just changes your heart to become uh, a servant. And you were talking about it just a second ago when, you know, coming guys coming over to cut your grass, right? The way I got EH'd into F3, um, I was actually living down in Georgia uh, at the time uh, out of the Cherokee region. And um, pastor at my church had been telling me about it. And I was a night owl. I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to get up that early, but thanks. Um, we were leaving to come. We're originally from Ohio. We were driving back to Ohio. We were going to be home in Ohio for five weeks because we had back-to-back-to-back weddings. The morning of, a huge, huge tree falls in our backyard. Like literally, we're in the car about to pull out. Tree falls. Mm-hmm. We had to get on the road, so we'd take off. And I, at the time, we'd only been living in Georgia for a couple months. Didn't really know a lot of people. I, uh, I texted this you know, guy. I'm, he's, a, he's a pastor at my church. He's got to know someone who has a tree company that can come take care of this for me while I'm gone. Um, I text him, ask him if he knows anyone. Two hours later, he calls me and says, what's your address? I got 18 guys that are all mm-hmm. F3. We're going to be over there. And uh, we got home clean, like nothing had fallen in our yard. And I went and posted the next morning. It's just those kind of things, right, that that continue to build the servant heart that it is uh, an F3 man. I dig it. Tommy boy, I normally, you normally put me on the spot on this one. I'm throwing it, I'm throwing it at you today because it's a little bit later than normal. I'm still feeling a little bit froggy. Um, (laughs) What's the challenge worth trying this week? Yeah, uh, backing up real quick and then I'll dive into it. This reminds me of a conversation we had early in the SWT days of the three questions for a frantic family. It's a book that I love by Patrick Lencioni and super easy read. The guy's a business guru and this is his least purchased book, but it's the book he's been asked about the most in public. You guys have laid out a mission for the family and kind of paved the way for those conversations. And I, I hope that that spurs anybody who's hearing this to back up and remember what it's like to court your wife. So how do we court the one that brought us to the table of being a a husband and a dad in the first place? So diving right into it, the challenge for the week, set up a date night ASAP with your M. And the caveat is movies don't count because a movie is a cop-out because you could stay at home and watch a movie and have zero conversation. Mm -hmm. Set up a date night with your M where it's about speaking with her and second caveat, shut up and listen. Mm. So the old adage is we have one mouth and two ears, use them in, in perfect harmony with each other. And that ratio, listen twice as much as you speak on that date and give her the space and, and realize that it may be a conversation that is just fun and games and vision casting. And maybe it's a conversation where she needs to say, you post all the time and you always come home late from cafeteria. You say you'll be home at seven and it's seven 15 and the dogs need to go out and the kids need to get up. So afford that hum- humility and that space where you just listen. So that's the challenge date night movies don't count unless you go to dinner and listen first. And you got to listen twice as much as you speak. And, and can I, I add it? a, I think so. I'll, I'll, I'll add a caveat and you're not, don't solve the problem. Sometimes it's a conversation where she just wants you to hear it and just wants you to listen, not for you to solve the problem. Men, we like to solve problems. That's not our time. Unless she asks you to solve the problem, don't solve the problem. My mammon is when I, my dolphin and daffodil is to use improv 
when it comes to uh, helping people get better at whatever their definition of better is. And oftentimes I say, finish the sentence for me, gentlemen. I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen. Listen. Well done. Fellas, keep crushing it. Uh, I can't wait. I think I've got some time up in Ohio uh, in the winter. So I'm going to seek out my Dayton friends. I'm going to seek out my Columbus friends. Come find you guys and post in the gloom. Keep doing what you're doing. And please keep updating us as you add uh, and and dreamscape some additional challenges and opportunities to to, to quote life. Oh, see, the dogs love it. So <laughs> but, uh, thanks for carving out time. Any yeah. final thoughts? We need a good name for this flower thing we're doing. So um, once once this airs, let's get let's hear them. I'm Here. all in on hashtag Guns and Roses. I I I do like that. Guns and <laughs> Roses. Guns, guns and, and roses. roses. Sorry, Guns, guns and, and roses. roses. Yeah. yeah, Guns and Roses is taken. So Guns and Roses <laughs> is a is a phenomenal next step. All right, fellas. Uh, IJ, always love being with you. Look forward to the next time we get to share space in three dimensions. Shrink. Village people, keep doing what you're doing. Keep coming up with things that uh, are worth trying and let's share them with the nation. Podpaxers out there, as always, be good or be good at it.